0: Yo, yo, yo! What is going on, Bro Stradamus? It's your boy Jerry, the TRX for Washington here at Gentle Fitness Company Studio. Today is Wednesday, September. Ooh, September? Try January. <laughs> so Wednesday, January 26, 2022. And uh, this is Season 9, Episode 8. Today we're going to be talking about... Well, we're going to be talking about your breathing. I actually wanted to talk about uh mindfulness and happiness and as I started off in that direction, I wanted to get into that uh when I first started to kind of planning this out. Uh but as I was uh planning it out, I kind of thought about it and I was I, I thought it would be uh great to talk about the, you know, the happiness and fulfillment and talk about, you know, mindfulness and meditation, but I thought even more importantly it'd be uh great to talk about how you can regulate your your mood. And to, uh, outside of uh, you know meditation and mindfulness because uh, as you'll hear in the episode you know meditation and mindfulness isn't necessarily for everybody it really isn't you know I mean it's like something that you, you see thrown around a lot of people talk about it like you know it's the greatest thing on earth uh, and uh, people feel like they encha- uh, attain enlightenment through it but uh, in all actuality the best thing for you is what works for you and so for me you know I like to I meditate on occasion I try to be as mindful as possible with uh, with certain aspects of my life. Uh, you know, you can't be mindful every with everything. You, you, life would take forever or everything you would do would take forever. Imagine being mindful while tying your shoes. It'd be like an hour to tie your shoes. And by that time, you'd have to just, you know, call it a day. So, uh, you know, uh, for me, I have two techniques that I like to uh, use to kind of regulate my mood, just kind of give me some awareness of my breath. And I think just overall, it's just healthy for, healthier for me uh, than trying to uh, meditate or be mindful and feeling frustrated about the fact that I haven't done that uh, to the extent that I want to do it to. So uh, without further ado, we'll just get right into this and talk about mindfulness meditation, happiness, and breathing. <laughs> and we'll call this episode, Mindful Happiness. Let's go. All right. So earlier on today, I was uh, actually uh, meeting with our new intern, Noah. We were uh, talking about uh, some things that uh some content that I've been putting out. We've been looking at uh, some things that we could do obviously to you know help him get some experience with marketing and you know obviously give me some help with just you know making the business uh grow a little bit more. So, you know, it's a symbiotic relationship in that he gets some experience and I get some help in getting some things done that I've been having on the back burner for probably about two, two, three years now. Uh one of the things we are talking about though uh, was, uh, with respect to marketing was my, uh, emails. I, I don't know if you're subscribed, but if you are not subscribed, I would highly suggest that you get on there. Uh, this is actually w- one of the main reasons why he wanted to help out. He, uh, read one of my emails and he was, he said he was really ex- excited to, to read it. And he kind of dived in and just wanted to read more. And so well, the conclusion we came to is that, you know, there are some 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 there is some good content i have there uh but we essentially need to you know organize it a little bit better so people can access it you know it's more or less you get it when i want to give it to you <laughs> you know daily uh, in terms of like you know you get the emails and stuff you can obviously go back into the emails and see like older emails but you know for uh, for all intents and purposes we want to make it as easy as possible for people to you know get the content that i would like them to see so uh one of the topics that we talked about was uh mindfulness and happiness and fulfillment and the reason why we're talking about that is because we are again we were you know looking at the marketing and looking at the emails we were looking at you know how we wanted to put some some things together and we kind of got stuck i shouldn't say we i got kind of stuck a little bit uh when it came to the uh the mindfulness And the fulfillment stuff because I I actually, uh, and when I was trying to first explain it to him, I I got a little confused. I got him a little confused. I kind of actually described one as the other, and then I got kind of confused and I got convoluted, and I had to just stop for a second and actually think about what I wanted how I wanted to, to describe these two things. So. I, I want to talk about this with you because I think it is something that obviously I got a little got it a little confused. I do know it, but sometimes you just get it confused. So I, I'm sure if I'm getting it confused and I'm the one telling you how it works. Uh, you, probably, you, or uh, other people that are might be out there talking about it, might be getting getting it confused as well. Right, so I want to start off first by talking about mindfulness. Now these are just brief definitions, just kind of my interpretation of them. Don't take them for uh, law or whatnot, but these are what I believe that the is the best way to describe them and uh, the best way that people utilize them in their life. So mindfulness the way I see mindfulness is uh it's taking time from your everyday routine uh to you know bring awareness to what you're doing say say for instance like you're you can be mindful like while you're washing the dishes or uh mindful while you're walking or even something like something simple like mindfully looking at your hand essentially, it's like looking at the environment with a new lens like having an awareness of how that how you normally see things and Taking that opportunity to look at to consciously look at things uh in with a different perspective than you usually would look at them, so that's how I would describe uh mindfulness now happiness uh, that's like fulfillment and happiness that's essentially you know what i what I think of as like you know just being joyful with your experience, no matter what the experience is. So and it's pretty simple. Everybody knows what happiness is, right? And as happiness can be synonymous with fulfillment, you know, more or less, you feel uh, joy or happiness. They're all like syn- synonyms or whatnot. So I don't go too much into happiness. Now meditation—that's a little bit different because you know with meditation uh, there's a lot of types of meditation. It's not just like uh, you know the, the the typical meditation you think of. You know, so uh, I can't even remember. I think it was something like. Uh, Forty something different types of meditation on last count from uh, different ta- different practices. So uh, I'll give you just the most common type of meditation, essentially what we think of as meditation when we think when we talk about meditation, and that is essentially involves you detaching from your environment uh, so you can create space for you and your higher self to communicate. And so it's like. You know, you think about those people like they sit down and they like, you know, sit in a chair and they kind of close their my uh, close their eyes and maybe they hum to themselves or they uh, breathe deeply. But essentially it's like you're creating that space so you can detach and unlike mindfulness, you you you're instead of like mindfulness, you're delving into the environment so you can perceive the environment in a different way whereas with uh Uh, With the uh, uh, meditation, you are detaching yourself from the environment, so you're actually not trying to perceive uh, the environment at all, you're actually trying to separate and create your own internal environment and more or less observe that. So uh, those are three different, the, the, the three different things that I, I see sometimes get intertwined uh, when people talk about them. So just, you know, if you want to go back, you can listen to that again. But mindfulness, happiness, and meditation are three different things in my book. And I would say that they are similar in that they give us the opportunity to experience and change our mood. You know, they're more or less... So that is a, you know, that is a change to your mood, uh, mindfulness that can change your mood because you are, uh, going from just unconsciously being, a, a part of the environment to separating yourself, uh, from the environment, from your perception of the environment and seeing it in a different way. And essentially it is you creating a different, uh, uh, outlook perception and just trying to see what you normally see in a different way. And i and again, uh, meditation is more or less separating yourself from the environment. So a lot of times, if you separate separate yourself from the environment, those stimulus from the environment can af- cannot affect you in the same way. So that will obviously change your mood as well. So these are all more or less mood mood changers. I say happiness is kind of like a mood in itself. But uh, the more you know, the meditation and mindfulness specifically are different ways to uh, change your mood. So again as i was saying that these these things we do uh to change our perception or change our mood uh from what we are currently experiencing uh and i honestly th- these are great things i mean th- these are great things but i really feel like personally for me and for uh other people they don't necessarily uh work as well as they maybe should, like I do meditate I do uh try to be as mindful as possible, uh but there's a really simple and for me very powerful way to uh to uh change your attitude or change your mood, and that's by simply being consciously aware of your breath and you know i, I it sounds silly but and, and I know you know you know breathing is essentially you know, it's a elementary part of everything that we do. Uh, so it's like, you know, what can that really do for you? You know, like, you, you do it all the time. So what can being aware of your breath actually do for you? So, you know, you think about it, whether you're moving or not, uh, whether you're conscious or not, you're always going to be breathing. It's, and it's just, wild wow, that it's such an integral, as, as such an integral part of our, our everyday lives, that it's, it's not talked about more. But, I mean, breathing, and I, I think I talked about this, not in uh, the previous episode, I think I talked about it on Friday, but I talked about it briefly in terms of like, how, uh, with respect to how the breathing affects your posture. You know, if you have, if you're not breathing completely, if you're not taking in complete breaths, then your posture has to change. And that, that, by your posture changing, that's going to subconsciously affect your mood. I'm sure you've heard of that before, is that if you smile, uh, even if you're not happy, that will change your mood. And the same thing happens with your breathing. If you can be consciously aware of your breathing, that's going to change your mood because that that changes your posture. Uh, So... I'm not going to get too deep into that. I'm not going to get into the scientifics of of, of that. I just want to talk before I go uh, about two different types of, of breathing techniques that I've that for me have had a pro- profound effect on my mood and for others as well. You know, for some of my clients, uh, I do have clients that meditate, but I also have other clients that just, you know, for wh- whatever reason uh, just don't Find don't get a benefit from uh, mindfulness or meditation. Maybe it's because they haven't practiced it enough, or maybe you know, uh, you know, everybody's different. Not everybody benefits from the same thing, even though there are universal things like you know, uh, you know there are universal things that can benefit benefit us all. I I feel like uh, because there's just so many different ways to practice, you know, meditation and mindfulness and stuff like that. It's hard to pin it down. And if you're not, uh, if that's just not your forte, and you just You know, if you, if that's just not your interest. Uh, you have to find something that will Work for you it's just like anything else right You know like he, if, if it's not your forte You shouldn't try to delve Into it uh, if that is going To impede other th- uh, ways of You living your life right so here Again are, are two different ways That I like to think about breathing and Helping to alter your, your mood And I don't mean by like you know doing drugs or Anything like that but like to literally Alter your mood by changing your posture Changing your out uh, changing uh, the Way you're perceiving your environment and the way uh, whether it be internal or external uh so the first breathing technique i call i i I call it the uh the the wave breath you know it's very simple actually now these are very simple things so this is really not going to take too much time to explain it a wave breath i like to think of is uh essentially it's regulating your your breathing and it's regulating uh the flow of your breathing see uh, as i said before this is probably more common than you think that people do not breathe uh through their whole body. Uh, there's, you know, people that breathe through your, their, their belly, people that breathe through their chest, people that breathe only through their back, whether they be lower or upper back. There's literally many, well, not that many, but there's, there's different types of, of breathing and those different types of breathing can actually lead to different outcomes, uh, with your body, you know, if like if you're primary primarily uh, chest breather, well, then you're gonna have issues with like engaging your core because you are using all your chest and you're in, you're you're tensing up your shoulders because if you're only using your chest, your shoulders have to take over to uh, to uh, compensate for your posture and. Of course, you're going to have some issues with your lower back and maybe your hips because, you know, you're not utilizing them. And of course, you're going to have some serious pressure uh, and strain in your shoulders because they're being overutilized. So, again, the wave breath. Let's get back into the actual technique here. And essentially what that is, is starting from your diaphragm before you below your belly button. Uh, or starting from uh, below your belly button because your diaphragm is a little higher. But starting from your below your belly button, essentially where your, your uh, pelvic floor is and, bre- and going all the way up into your throat. And so what you would do is you take a breath, you inhale, let that breath start in the, start in that pelvic floor and let it go all the way up into your throat. And then as you exhale, you try to do it in reverse. So it's like a wave, you know, it goes all the way up your body and it goes all the way back down. You know, you, uh, cre- Was it? Uh, it, it, uh, the waves crash in and they uh, come back out. You know, the tide rolls in and tide rolls out. So that can be a really good way to essentially fix your posture. That's probably a great way to explain it is that uh, because you have to be completely aware of where your breath is in your body, it will help you with your awareness with your breath, even when you're moving around, because it's just practice and breathing. So, you know, that wave breath is probably going to be your most powerful in in terms of like not only helping you stabilize your mood, uh, but also to just give you better posture and have you deal with things in everyday life a little bit better. Now, the other uh, exercises or the other breathing technique is uh, one that is uh, is definitely more new agey. It's, uh, I don't know if it's been around for, you know, maybe a very, uh, some type of variation of it has been around. But I know for a fact that, that, you know, I don't know what it's really called, but there's the wave breath. I don't know what that's really called, but I know that's, you know day one that's like singers practice that so it's essentially like one of those practical type of of, of breath techniques that a lot of people use for different uh, different aspects now this next one the prana breath is not necessarily one that you, is as popular it's not something that I, I've seen uh, in a lot of places but you see a lot of new age a lot of people that are in the mental health field uh, in some, some way shape or form are helping people with this whereas again uh, the wave breath is more of a practical, you know, and a a lot of athletes do it, singers do it. So it's uh, more of a like uh, practical, technical kind of thing. And this with this prana breath is more of a mental, uh, actual spiritual, new agey kind of uh, way to uh, regulate your mood. Uh, So prana breath, I've uh, described it before, but just to give you a quick breakdown, six seconds, inhale, hold it for three seconds, six seconds, exhale. So that's how it goes it's essentially six seconds inhale hold your breath for three seconds six seconds exhale hold your breath for three seconds and obviously repeat the cycle uh, so uh that again that is uh uh it's a kind of a new agey thing but i i, I can't remember if i read this about uh, prana breathing i'm pretty sure i am ha- thinking back on it now i think i have uh, read about it but essentially uh, the prana breathing does help regulate your mer- your, your nervous system Uh, it's more, it's less of a physical, like some, it's less of the, like the physical thing, like I was talking about with the, uh, with the wave breathing, it's more of a mental, uh, help you regulate your, 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 uh, your nervous system, help you kind of clear your mind. Yeah. Instead of being uh, conscious of like where the location of your breath is, it's more about how you are letting the breath in and letting the breath out and more of a control of, of what you're doing with your breath. And uh, you know if you if you get really advanced with that, you know if you could do the six seconds, three seconds, six seconds, um, you can even go further. It's essentially what it does is like you know uh, with that wave breathing, you'll have you can have different tempos on your breath. but with that six seconds with that constant like rhythm, what it does is it aligns your your uh your heart and your brain, so you get like a co get what's called a coherence. And so you know they say that you and you you think better, you you calms your nerves and all that stuff. You know what the pretty much the benefits of having a regulated regulated nervous system. Uh, so uh, those are the two ways that I would say that you know you can change your mood. Uh, they it doesn't necessarily have to be about happiness or sadness or you know whatever radical swing and, 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 mood shifts you could have. It's really about just kind of being, uh, aw- you know, with the, with both breaths, it's essentially about being aware of your breathing and uh, being aware of something that is absolutely, uh, something that we do all the time that is within our control. Right. I mean, cause like blinking is not really within your control. You can't really go, you know, a very long time without blinking. Uh, your heartbeat is not within your control. Uh, you, uh, your digestion is not really within your control. There's a lot of things that happen consistently that are not within your control. However, obviously breathing is not completely in your control, you can hold your breath, right? Uh, you can't hold your breath too long, uh, but that is something that can be controlled and can be more uh, regulated consciously as opposed to, you know, those other things that I mentioned earlier on. So I would highly suggest that you do that because if there's anything in your, in your life that you can control, I mean, like, why would you not opt to control, try to at least control uh, what you can control? And of course, uh, there's a lot of things out there uh, that we can't control, but the, that we definitely can control what is going on <laughs> uh go control uh, some of what is going on in our lives i almost said control what's going on period in our lives but there's a lot of things we can't control in our lives like <laughs> like our heart our heartbeat right uh but you can for more for all intents and purposes control that and that can definitely give you uh, some, some control uh not only not only in the breath uh not only in your in your in your mood uh but also in your in your posture you know it's like not only is it a mood regulator but you also gain awareness and most likely if you gain awareness of what your mood is uh you have a better uh, better uh possibility of controlling it uh in the in the long run when things externally don't go your way Alright, so that does it for my day. I really do appreciate you listening. I hope that you do take these, uh, uh, these two breathing techniques and try to use them on your own uh, for you know regulatory, uh, mood regulatory purposes, uh, for posture purposes, or for whatever you deem uh, you might want to use them for. But they definitely have a great benefit for your mood, a uh, great benefit for your posture, and great benefit for just controlling your body in general. All right, so don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to uh, leave a rating or review. And of course, share this with your friends, family, and loved ones. Take care. And as always, keep good company.